Hello and welcome to an all new episode of the Thigh Gap podcast. This is a Thursday, a brand new Thursday and this is me being brute. And unfortunately with me is Bogus Nog. Bogus, we are yet again in front of the mics. Thigh Gap Thursdays. Thigh Gap Thursdays is here. Yep. And we have the responsibility mm. to once again make it easy for our listeners by participating in the world famous template yes. of It's not easy and the topic for today is wealth. Yeah. Bogus it's a very tricky topic. Mm-hmm. It's so tricky that we can avoid this topic as we have already done the episode. Let's call out the original the OG wealth episode episode number 5 6 which was it? Human trials number 5. Human trials number 5 where we discussed in detail for about 3 and a half minutes of what wealth is. But First and foremost, you need to follow us on our award-winning socials. Yeah, Bogus, let's roll it. Instagram at underscore thigh gap. Twitter and Vero at thigh gap. And our email is mindthighgap at gmail dot com. Award-winning socials, guys. Be the lucky people to follow this. Yep. Bogus, again, we have a shout out, a quick shout out. Oh yeah. If you can do the honors. Yes, we'd like to give a shout out to Akhil. that's the shout out banshees of inisherin um <laughs> akhil reached out to us on twitter yes and he wrote to us about how much he was enjoying both the podcasts telugu and english yes so thanks akhil for your feedback yes and all the liverpool fans if you really want to connect uh, you can connect to akhil as he seems to be going with the motto of win lose or tie liverpool till i die right and we did a fan poll and there are quite a few who want akhil to die mm. but akhil thanks a lot for writing to us on twitter a really exciting medium ever since elon musk came oh yeah so our stats say so enough for giving shout outs yes. enough of praise mm-hmm. for doing the obvious which is following the thigh gap because it's not easy wealth mm. is a very very interesting topic yeah so let us kind of establish why this is interesting bogus can you throw light into what is the context from which we are talking about wealth um as we always do bro as you know we start off our world famous template of it's not easy with the context yes to explain in what way we are going to be talking about our topic mm-hmm. and wealth in this episode we really going to talk not just about the colloquial understanding of the term which mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. interpreted mm-hmm. as material wealth yeah financial mm-hmm. wealth mm-hmm. now we are looking at it from a more holistic perspective yeah um what really wealth translates to in our lives yeah and taking a very financial metaphor mm-hmm. where because you see in youtube etc there's a lot of uh, activity on you know investing strategies and yes we know. want to eat a little of that pie of the financial keywords also yeah and as they always say you have to maintain a diversified portfolio yes which means don't always put your eggs in one basket you know uh, maintain uh, safe investments but then also there are high risk investments that you should make calculated investments in yeah wherein uh, knowing that it's high risk you also know it's high reward yeah so you invest only that much into it so that even if you lose it you're okay with that kind of a loss like the great warren buffet said don't put all your eggs in one basket yeah make sure you put it in different baskets yeah apparently that's the foundational secret of how to increase wealth yes but he said it from that you know money money perspective yeah but what we are trying to say is if you take all kinds of wealth that you can possess mm. which is not just materialistic but also something 
things which are not materialistic yeah then you are better off putting all these in different buckets and then using them as and when you require it right. have i constructed your statement correctly the meaning the meaning yeah i yeah. mean a lot of metaphors about eggs and baskets so yeah. taking a leaf from that world famous poultry farmer warren buffett yeah <laughs> who farmed out ben franklin's washingtons who farmed out queens who farmed mahatma gandhi's yeah all kinds of greens yellows mm-hmm. pinks in australia and also you know Canada. our favorite uh, thailand oh yeah thailand <laughs> so this is what the greatest ever poultry farm owner has quoted and uh, that's a big secret to keep with us but what we are trying to do bogus is we are also trying to apply that into different forms of wealth yeah and then give it the holistic picture of it yeah so if you think of um, the diversified portfolio in investments hmm. ki invest different amounts with different weightages in different categories hmm. which are in finance terms you have large cap mid cap small cap companies yes. throw more such words we'll get picked faster i know <laughs> <laughs> just say index somewhere just like for the index random. funds yeah <laughs> low risk high risk all that stuff yeah and also the bond that gets all of them together the bonds yeah the bonds the bonds exactly. come on the yeah, bonds yeah. silicon valley hello yeah <laughs> silicon valley bank lost to the bonds <laughs> yeah um so let's look at different currencies if you look at you know these variables like one is financial wealth of course yes then you have health which is another form of wealth mm-hmm. because health is wealth as they say it's in the game yeah it's in the name actually it's in the name sorry I, you know <laughs> too many rhyming words confuse me because i get dyslexic um then you have uh, experiences life experiences which are another form of currency yes then you have uh, relations yes we already did an episode called relations it's not it's easy. Not easy check it out and share yeah and then you have the category of hobbies or interests or passion or purpose yeah either one of these that go into another bucket mm-hmm. which is another category of its own yeah so we've also done an episode called purpose it's not easy check it out and share so in terms of context what we want to set up is we are really talking about all of these different currencies yeah and the fact that it may be healthy to actually look at all of these and think of them in terms of energy which in science as they say energy can never be created or destroyed yep. it can only be transferred from one form to another yes and students of physics will also know that this is very true i think students who have passed fourth class will know will that know. this is true you don't have to be students of physics yeah if you don't know this we have a different episode to re- release <laughs> please <laughs> like write wealth is way ahead yeah before they get here it's way above your pay yeah. grade yeah So yeah if you think about it in terms of energy that can neither be destroyed or created mm-hmm. but it can only be transferred from one form to another then what we are looking at as adults and of course thai gap podcast as we keep saying it is geared towards young adults who are stepping out into the world with you know all these responsibilities etc who want to make something out of their lives then you ought to be looking at all of these categories health financial wealth experiences relations interest passion purpose etc as different buckets and that you can only pour from one to the other uh, but you can't really create your uh, resources yeah from scratch so another big currency is time because the amount of time that you have to invest in it and another big currency becomes energy how much mm-hmm. energy do you get to invest in each of these things so really we want our listeners to think of it in those terms 
that they're looking at these different buckets of categories and they can only pour from one to the other and they have to manage the weightage of each category and proportionality. Like how much do they want to put into one particular category versus the other? And if there is one category that wins out in their list of priorities, then that means they have to kind of shortchange or reduce allotment into another category so that they can transfer to this one, the primary focus. Got it. Elaborate context setting. I think it took more time than it took time to build Rome. Yeah. Brute, is there um, a simpler way or is there a better way that you want to explain the context? Uh, because we're going to get into more detail of this. Yes, I do. Like always, I'm here to save the day. I'm Julius Caesar. Because my structure has always been, let's start with the definition. Right. Wealth in today's definition, like you mentioned, the common colloquial understanding is how much of money you have in the bank, how many cars you have, how many luxury goods you have, etc. Cetera, et cetera. It's kind of a status symbol. Basically, the amount of wealth gives that metric or that absolute value. Oh, you are X billion dollars worth, you know, whatever. Mm. But then there's another side of the coin, which is how rich do you feel? Yeah. Like there's a very common saying, money will not buy you happiness. Yeah. So what will buy us happiness? Which is where it kind of touches on containment. Yeah. So if you ask me what is the definition of wealth and holistic wealth, I will first break it down into two aspects. One is the material aspect. One is the immaterial aspect. Yeah. So the material aspect is all your practical needs or wants per se. But wants is like if you draw a Venn diagram, it falls on both sides of the coin. So let's say needs. Needs for you to function. Mm. You need a house, roti kapra makan. Basically, you need clothes you need a shelter you need food to survive then what is it which is immaterial which is where we are talking about having rich friends friendships mm -hmm. not friends but you have rich <laughs> friendships yeah rich friends again you do need yeah <laughs> Like Thigap does, subscribe and share. Fund us. Yes, and donate. Call it donation, by the way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you're talking about rich relationships or healthy relationships, which contribute to you in personal growth. Yeah. And that personal growth, if I can take a leaf out of our last episode of Empathy, we are talking about a personal growth of EQ and SQ, which is emotional quotient and your spiritual quotient. Yeah. That defines or that will establish how contained you are in life, where you do not have to worry about your basic functioning, the practical functioning. At the same time, you're also growing as an individual in terms of your emotional quotient, you're becoming wiser. I mean, you're getting better every day. You're gaining more wisdom. You're getting more things to learn. So you have that mental activity, which is keeping your brain sharp. Even that is wealth, Yeah, which is why we always talk about always invest in one or two hobbies i'm taking the word hobbies because you kind of highlighted that yeah no matter who you go to they always are like have a hobby keep your brain sharp right so anything where you have some kind of a return and if your effort to reward ratio is decent and it goes to a point where your effort is less but the reward is much higher you technically are becoming wealthier yeah so that is how i look at wealth in a holistic sense yeah, in today's times, especially we are seeing a lot of examples where people who have maybe concentrated a lot of their energies mm. into gaining financial wealth only. Yeah. After a certain point when they end up getting that wealth. They don't see a point. They still feel like there's a huge void. You know, there's a hole that they can't fill. Yeah. And that is what we're trying to get at, which is financial wealth will only fill your wallet. Yeah. And maybe some material stuff. But what is going to fill you individually as a person, fill your cup inside is contentment, is fulfillment. 
both topics we've already done episodes on uh check them out it's going to be a parade of electric <laughs> plugs yeah in this plugathon plugathon <laughs> for this episode i want to take the reference of what jim carrey said mm-hmm. quote on quote i want everybody to become extremely rich i want everybody to become so wealthy that they can afford whatever they want mm. just so that everybody will realize it is not the point yeah end quotes hyphen jim carrey and it hit me i am not uh, anywhere close to what jim carrey is mm. in terms of you know the bank balance and stuff oh looks talent all I, that I, we I are the same on, like, like hey, i yeah. mean like it's the same <laughs> like it's the same of course okay that's why does jim carrey have thigh gap podcast no right brute has who's richer subscribe and share <laughs> <laughs> also jim carrey please yeah shout yeah. out to us funders yeah funders also so when he said that right it is a validation from the top 1% across the world saying that money actually is not the destination the game is not to just keep compounding on your wealth yeah and i partly blame this to the education we have mm-hmm. and the kind of advertisements we have yeah banking products should not be advertised according to me mm. it gives the wrong notion of security mm. they give the wrong notion of wealth they give the wrong notion of understanding of financial uh, smartness or intelligence or whatever yeah so i don't think they should be given the right like all the mutual fund ads that come oh 6% mein you know you're getting 100% more blah 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 yeah and like okay like at what point will this stop Mm. every time i have a conversation with anybody who's close to me and we are talking you invariably have you know those financial conversations yeah. everybody seems to be in the chase of oh you know you start a sip now 30 years later this is where you'll reach right it's like and then do what <laughs> and then i'll buy a house okay at 60 you're going to buy a house or 70 you'll buy a house and then do what yeah so you know where this is going right yeah, the, yeah. the whole mentality is about accumulation of material accumulation of money and i'm not saying it's wrong by the way yeah. but i'm saying will that give us the complete picture and in my opinion no we don't get the complete picture if you're, yeah. you wear the horse blinders don't get distracted keep chasing click those hours and blah 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 we need to at some point stop and listen to these guys who already done it when they're shouting at the top of their voice saying that dude you know don't do the mistake that we have done yeah because this is not the point unfortunately nobody tells you you realize it once you reach the finish line in today's times the hustle culture is hustle. what yeah. is very popular and notoriously it is almost horse blinders thing it is almost like if you do not believe in hustle culture you are an outcast yeah but that if for me is a simplified version of wealth you need to look at both sides of the coin mm. one which fulfills your needs to your optimal liking right right and one which fulfills your you know mental capacity or or your intellectual being if i can say that yeah um the most signifying differentiator between material wealth and immaterial wealth mm. is that material wealth is destructible it is fungible perishable perishable yeah but immaterial wealth is the number of books you read uh, the newer experiences you get in life mm. through new people or better company yeah or uh, more travel or learning a new skill mm. so these kind of things once you gain them there's nothing that anyone can do to take them away from you yeah unless they of course kill you yeah that's about it you know the material wealth whatever you have you could lose at the drop of a hat right but the immaterial wealth is what really keeps you going in the sense you can generate material wealth out of this immaterial wealth as yeah. well and that's the reason why it kind of becomes an even bigger investment or a more important investment to make because once you get it 
no one can take that away from you nobody and, and that's what you can't even get with banking nowadays when you're looking at what's going on with banks oh, in the us debacles yeah I, i mean silicon valley bank the only reason they safeguarded the uh, depositors hmm. not the investors the investors they let them they burn their hands know, yeah but depositors they said okay i will come and safeguard your deposits because they did not want a bank run and they did not want a chain reaction that would impact all the other banks right because they knew if people do a bank run everyone runs to withdraw their money then the whole thing collapses in a day or which is almost what happened which is almost what happened so the only reason they came to safeguard those depositors was not out of any moral obligation was not out of any sympathies sympathy or, or intent of goodwill or yeah. anything like that it was just to save their own ass yeah and that's the most important thing to take away so even the money in your bank is not safe any kind of investment you make materially not safe not as safe as your immaterial investments anyway yeah the other thing that i also want to highlight with wealth in terms of differentiation mm. right material wealth always brings a sense of insecurity it's almost like a add on yeah whereas the immaterial or the non perishable wealth always gives you more security yeah uh, so that again is for a naked like an untrained eye that can be the easy flag to identify what is uh, a material wealth versus what is a immaterial wealth yeah and immaterial wealth also goes a long way in making you more confident as a individual it builds your personality it gives you more agency as a person you feel like you can actually walk into the world you know with your head held high and not have as many insecurities you know about someone coming and taking anything away from you or someone coming and pulling the wool over your eyes because you're not ignorant anymore you're not innocent anymore you have a, a world view and you understand how the world works so you are more secure in you know whatever you do yeah that's a physical form of the material wealth yeah you know just like how the physical form of material wealth is what you're able to buy what kind of car you drive versus what kind of money you have etc the physical form of immaterial wealth is self confidence you know self belief more awareness or you know having a worldly view and also by the way being pragmatic about things i think that also is a huge you know physical formation of wealth in terms of the immaterial way yeah because the more knowledge you absorb mm. the more uh, you understand about both sides of the coin yeah and you understand that oh i actually need to maintain a balance rather than fall too much exactly. one way or the other yeah yeah so that is the context setting bogus i mean yeah pretty much that is the context setting uh, but as far as the context goes i feel like the most important thing to take away before we go into the next segment mm. is what we talked about which is look at these different forms of wealth hmm. as baskets that you're putting eggs in yeah and you only have a finite amount of eggs and you can only transfer from one basket to another uh, but you can't really uh, have new eggs or you know yeah new baskets yeah. it's going to be a lot of eggs by the way guys um bogus is so in terms of energy oh. just think about it in terms of energy basically yeah but still eggs okay <laughs> still eggs yeah. yeah still eggs it's angry birds everywhere So great so this is context been an elaborate context bogus uh, we it had to do it it yeah. needed it was a need of the hour yeah uh, also i will try to throw few more proverbs time and tide wait for none mm-hmm. the last hen gets the least seed yeah a bird in hand is worth two worth in the bush, in the bush. yeah, yeah. Uh, don't step the fox tail yeah and uh, trim yeah trim your bushes though i mean personal hygiene <laughs> <laughs> yes Great. So now let's go into the actual piece, the actual bit, which is it's not easy. Yes. And uh, Bogus, I would like to start off. In my limited experience, Bogus, uh, the trickiest part about wealth is having a balance. 
Okay. I'll break it down into like two segments. Actually, it's not just balance. It's the awareness of balance. Right. What I mean by that is just how we described there are two kinds of wealth. And you always tend to incline towards one more than the other for whatever reasons. Social conditioning mostly. Yeah, it can be circumstantial. It can be the person who you are. You just might like the glitter glamour or you might be absolutely indifferent to glitter glamour. It can be anything. I don't want to get into the reasons of why you are what you are. But fundamentally, according to me, the framework is you need to have your foot in both the boats. Mm -hmm. You need to have that material inclination of wealth as well as you need to have the non-perishable form of wealth. Now, why I say the awareness of balance is because it is not the same for everybody. It's not a mathematical equation like, oh, balance is 50-50. It's no Thanos. Thanos was wrong here, according to me. And Thanos, uh, by the way, is a fantastic looking guy, Mm -hmm. you know, apart from the discussion. But when I say balance, the balance is defined by an individual according to their perspective or appreciation to the kind of lifestyle or life they want to have, right? right? Like there might be a person, if I have to put two examples, person A and person B. Person A is the kind of a person who likes to have good cars. You know, they want to live in a place where it is a little high society. They worry about the status quo. They want kind of- Creature comforts. Creature comforts. They want that recognition or respect of- achievement and success yeah and then at the same time the person b might be someone who's not really keen about is not worried about the comforts of life but they're more keen on how much of knowledge they have how much of intellectual growth they have etc mm. etc et now what i mean in this scenario the awareness of balances though person a is all about the richest things the costliest things and the most comfortable things they should still have a side or a part of them right which is working and investing on building that intellectual wealth why i say that is the pragmatism comes with a combination of both yeah now what is the proportion of combination that you decide mm. that is upon you like you said you decide how much of time and energy you want to invest in which basket yeah similarly the person who's extremely intellectually driven who wants to learn everything that is there in the world just wants to be this genius kind of a guy mm. even they should also have some portion of them invested in the materialistic things of wealth yeah why i say that is both the types of wealth have their own advantages and disadvantages yeah if i take the first from the materialistic wealth it's obvious that it is in sync with the current society the current common conscious mm. so a lot of things become easier but at the same time the value or the quality of life that you have will substantially you know decrease mm-hmm. so you want to invest you want to make time you want to prioritize a certain amount of your energies into building that non-perishable wealth yeah in terms of material wealth right like if you look beyond just the needs uh, level where mm. you're just able to pay your bills etc yeah and you're not in debt you don't have any financial liabilities if you look at accumulating material wealth beyond that also mm. what does that give you as an individual it gives you resources correct and uh, it gives you agency it gives you freedom yeah to be able to do what you want with your time yeah that maybe you did not have before correct it gives you freedom and agency to maybe indulge in the immaterial forms of wealth right how to accumulate that right how to uh, get more experiences from life right all of that and it is about having that conscious effort yeah the trick there is to put that conscious effort similarly the other side of the coin if somebody is all about that you know immaterialistic world etc the downside and i'm going to like 
be a little crude about that explanation mm-hmm. any person who's invested a lot into that intellectual growth and stuff like that you often times see that people who are associated with them especially their family you know the kids and they take the brunt of the impact yeah it might not affect them individually but the people who are dependent or are associated with them they face the brunt yeah which is why it is important that you at least put that effort to fulfill the basic needs of the material or practical aspect of the life yeah and then do what you want to do now getting to this awareness of the balance is the tricky part because for a long time when you're young i personally experienced it so i'll only share my experience when i'm young there is that inclination of oh i want to be passionate about what i do in life you know it's all very heroic you know it's very idealistic idealistic and all yeah. but as you keep growing you start realizing that no it's not that easy right it's not easy to just follow your passion blindly be impractical because there is certain amount of dependency i myself have certain needs to fulfill for me to survive and this is where all the other aspects come like you mentioned your relationships your health your mental you know mind share yeah all those things are only taken care of if you really understand what is the fuel for these entities to grow yeah is it your passionate energy or is it your practical corporate career energy yeah so therefore you need to figure out you need to prioritize and it doesn't has to be 50 50 i'm reemphasizing that it is not about having one is to one it is about you making a decision and sticking through the grind of how much of energy and time i'm going to invest in either sides of the coin right and once you get that then it is about just grinding it out to a point if you are a passionate person your passion should grow to a level where it starts contributing or taking care of your practical needs yeah and if you are a very practical materialistic person it should buy you those kind of resources or like you mentioned you know the avenues in which you can execute or fulfill your passions yeah but either way you should ensure that you are in touch with both sides and i'm using passion as a word because of the lack of you know yeah. uh, what do you say vocabulary i think here. we can interchange passion uh, hobby purpose yeah anything these yeah. are interchangeable i would as, say intellectual growth uh, yeah as far can as can we say that yeah as far as this episode is concerned only this context these words uh, can be used interchangeably yeah you can put x but anything which has to do with non perishable wealth yeah right where it builds your agency or it builds your personality it builds a new skill in you or whatever it can be which has no tangible benefit apart from your own growth yeah. as an individual it right. is filling your inner cup Correct. and not your wallet yeah you took the example earlier of person a person b so hmm. i'm going to say santosh 1 and santosh 2 okay right Fair because point. santosh is our santosh is the santosh yeah he is the og by the way guys we had partner it's, uh, it's, it's i think it's time we tell the audience uh-huh. santosh was the original creator of thigap uh, <laughs> who unfortunately we had to kill with a stone on our heart um, so that we can steal his resources his identity and uh, his mojo yeah we were at a crossroads and someone came and told us that hey you want to be successful you got to make a sacrifice yeah and santosh was like he was just we there. can't tell who if we reveal their names he was just kind of there so yeah <laughs> like we're like <laughs> <laughs> okay okay you got to go yeah. like santosh what are you doing with your life <laughs> nothing much like, nothing. okay yeah, yeah, you have a purpose now <laughs> you have a purpose now we'll give it to you yeah so you know dark secrets aside bro. yeah thigh gap conspiracy is a whole different segment yeah self incriminating we will do that in- information aside we will do that when the clock ticks 50 crores yeah exactly but santosh 1 for example huh. like the math that you were saying right santosh 1 let's imagine this guy is from a middle class background mm-hmm. he has a certain passions or certain interests mm-hmm. hobbies wise yeah 
but uh, he because he's from a middle class background he doesn't have much capital yeah. to work with so now he also has to pay the bills and he has to take care of his family so he needs a corporate job or some job some job he can be a plumber yeah some job to take care of the material needs yeah so from santosh one's perspective balance is maybe 60 is job the weightage and uh, 10 is like travel another 10 is like learning a new skill or indulging in his hobby like if his hobby is photography he can't really indulge too much into it like he can't buy all kinds of lenses because it's really expensive yeah so he'll get into it first now. of all photography is a wrong choice i think santosh has to listen to measure of man yeah i mean we're just taking a hypothetical yeah. example right he can't afford too much into that so he'll just start off in a very small way so 10 is his photography hobby so this is how balance looks like from his perspective it is not a 50 50 like you said yeah it's not it is a 60 10 10 10 10 it can be a 30 60 90 also. it can be 30 60 90 also it is very individual driven yeah and that is the balance that we're talking about it is not because the other thing which is being unsaid and i think we need to say it out loud mm. is the capacity of investment in terms of energy also varies from person to person yeah like few people can invest about 15 hours of workload in a day with minimal sleep hours right and there are few people who cannot afford to do that they need that like i'm a guy who needs my 10 hours of sleep right if i don't have that 8 10 hours of sleep i won't make the rest of the hours efficient yeah so i need to give that a priority that i need somehow i get those 10 hours of sleep and once i do that the remaining hours i need to ensure wherever i have distributed or however i have broken down my priorities hmm. i make the most of the time the reason i'm giving this example is to highlight the fact that it is absolutely fluid you know this whole framework From is person fluid to person, it is yeah. person to person it is supremely personalized it has to be personalized otherwise you are running a rat race yeah. and that's not the solution here and because that variable of sleep is a non negotiable for you yeah. you will factor that into your yeah exactly weightage Correct. and into your uh, eggs and baskets yeah. basically then Both. we have you know santosh too mm. who let's say he's from a rich family yeah. money is not a problem for him not at all he's a thigh gap donator yeah exactly but the problem for him is he may not have the best of relations mm. in his life like he may not have a circle that he can really trust mm. the other problem for him is he may have a burning urge to prove himself yeah. because he was born with a silver spoon now he wants to make something make something of his own yeah like a gold spoon yeah so now he has to from his perspective balance would be very little weightage to money or material stuff but more weightage to learning skills and getting new experiences you know learning from people learning from life etc networking meeting new people travel yeah, yeah. name it figuring out you know what he's passionate about what his purpose is in his life that itself could drain a lot of energy from him because everything is being catered to him since birth. Yeah. So for him to kind of ignore that or put that to the side and then go out on his own way to figure out what could be the driving force for him in his life, that might demand a lot of energy for him. So Absolutely. From yeah. his perspective, you know, the balance, the distribution of weightage between all these variables will look very different. Yeah, but uh, so just to like add on mm-hmm. what you said, I didn't give the background just to tell that it doesn't matter the background yeah. the reason why i just said person a person b is it really doesn't matter what the background is i've seen i mean there are cases where the middle class no, maybe not financially well driven mm. but they have that courage to yeah. to make that sacrifice to make the compromise to accommodate that much of energy into passion even yeah. though there is certain compromise on the practicality of their life or the practical aspects of their life hmm. similarly it's the other way around even if you like are willing to shine in your career and have a very very strong very well built career 
they have the courage to make the compromise on the intellectual side yeah but either way it is imperative that you have your feet on both sides of the board right you have your investments consciously broken down you are aware of where these different investments are put voluntarily by you you should be constantly flexible in your mind to make those subtle reinvestments or readjustments into yeah. your investment all that would take that awareness aspect so yeah. which is why for me i think nothing better describes than being extremely aware of the balance that you require to have a holistic wealth creation so this is what we mean by awareness of balance and it should this, be trademarked this is very important but there is a hidden layer to this before even you have to be aware of your balance that you require you have to be aware that you have to be the one setting the weightages yeah. this is a big problem because people look at motivational speakers people look at content creators on youtube oh you know examples of people who are already running million dollar businesses so yeah. they're very successful and they just give their formula like what worked for them yeah and people try to mimic those as they are you know they just try Painful. to take that template as it is and try to apply it to their lives and this is disastrous you cannot do this there is a success guru uh, his name is kapil sharma i think he's very popular kapil sharma is a comedian no there's another guy oh is it so he's like uh, the mentor to some of these fortune 500 ceos etc mm-hmm. in one episode i heard him use a term prescriptions yeah and he said i hate prescriptions but the problem is every time people come to me and ask me for they advice they want a fucking prescription yeah they want me to tell them exactly step by step okay this is what you do and you'll be successful yeah unfortunately it never works that way you know and this is very true i love that word that he used prescriptions mm. because people in general unfortunately and this is something we were talking about before the recording as well we they were? have this tendency to mimic on the we are creatures of mimicking yeah we always mimic the social group that we are in and yeah yeah we tend to mold ourselves to the convenience of the yeah. group etc we are social beings this kind of mimicking also extends to people taking advice whether they are reading a self help book or they're reading you know a book written by warren buffett or rich dad poor dad or yeah. whatever they're trying to apply it as a prescription and that is a disaster that is a catastrophe do not do that can This, i use one word which i learned yes it is cataclysmic cataclysmic apocalyptic <laughs> italic <laughs> bold it is underlined strike through yeah whatever information you take in from whatever source it does not matter what the source is but you cannot take it as a prescription that's the most important thing whatever you take it you have to again have a filter or a firewall to sort of look at it as okay what am i going to do with this information how am i going to apply to this information is it even applicable to me is it even applicable to me and what out of this should i take and more importantly what out of this should i discard because yeah. it does not suit me yeah. as a personality so before the awareness of balance this is the other awareness that you need to have which is you set the direction these weightages between all these different baskets that we talked about you have to be the one to say what is taking the maximum priority 50 60% what gets 20% what gets 10% you have to be the one you can't be following someone else's stop pointing at me you can't be someone else's you can't be taking someone else's replica and i at this exact moment bogus i want to quote a very big influencer in my life my mm. personal life uh ronnie tape wala and okay. he always used to tell me brute there is nothing called one size fits all yeah and then he would just walk out of the store that's you it you know the big mic drop moment really made a mark in my mind mm. and this is exactly what we mean you know i think we don't use 
that proverb or saying yeah. enough because i feel that is applicable in so many things which is weird right because you actually went into that store to buy free size pajamas yeah and he was like one size fits all <laughs> yeah. it's not really true it's a myth yeah there is nothing called one size fits all and rani tape wala i would just walk out yeah you know it's like you ponder over it i'll come back to you that's it and i would i actually would ponder over it because because he, he walked out he walked out there's yeah. nobody else to talk you <laughs> left with no choice yeah and it actually kind of made me think i think there is <laughs> something called one size fits all yeah but it is so unfortunate mm. that we are at this stage where like you know it, we are searching for prescriptions we are searching for frameworks we are yeah. searching for templates yeah there is nothing of that sort i mean there are references yes i do not disagree that there is patterns that you can emulate or kind of take a leaf out of mm. but it always always has to be personalized to you and your mentality your circumstances your social construct like are you married not married like what stage of life you are at yeah. so many variables are involved and the other thing that i want to also highlight is it's not a overnight business of coming to that awareness of balance yeah. it's a long journey it patience. takes patience it takes for you to try and test it and fail it and probably if you if you get it in the first go awesome like all the luck to you full yeah. power but generally you know nothing trial comes trial and error is yeah, very trial important trial and error right very important you might get that weird like out of the blue realization that maybe i'm i've overlooked four five aspects you might get to know more aspects about yourself as you're in the journey of trying to figure out the awareness and all yeah so the best thing is to keep yourself a little open at least for me that worked mm. not be afraid of change yeah not be afraid of the grind it takes but have some faith in the fact that this will work for me and not get influenced by what other people are coming and commenting about you need to not just safeguard the template for yourself but you should also safeguard on the reactions of what people say yeah with respect to what your balance is according to you yeah and this aspect Wealth of balance yeah and this aspect of awareness of personalization ha huh. is actually what we went into depth in our two part special measure of man oh measure that's of man. what that episode is actually uh, uh, more about so yeah if that point interested you in any way please go and check that episode out those two episodes out also just because we use the word motivation go and check out curb your motivation all the best episodes <laughs> we ever did in the beginning yeah longish episode but it's worth the time this is the thing about the thai gap podcast all of the episodes are interconnected yes it is intergalactic galactic missile <laughs> <laughs> right cataclysmic missile shit i forgot about cataclysmic right. missile okay so bogus we have gone in real depth with regards to the awareness of balance balance and how we have to you know what is not easy about getting to that point you mm. know all the factors which are involved but what else is it that is not easy in dealing about wealth yeah the other thing is the awareness of compromise and this is why we did so much work in that context setting phase yeah where we talked about the nature of energy yeah it cannot be created it cannot be destroyed it can only move from one form to the other yeah so when you try to apply that metaphor or that example to that law it's a physical law yeah exactly it's not a metaphor my bad it is a law and you are talking like all our physics students if you are there kate they they have checked out already <laughs> <laughs> so when you try to apply that law and look at these variables of wealth 
health financial wealth experiences relations uh, skill development and also you know time energy which are very you name it yeah, hair body etc etc then you think okay so there's only so much i can do obviously because the number of hours in a day are limited yeah. and i definitely need my 8 to 10 hours of sleep so that goes there already and also time and tide wait for none yeah so w- with all these limitations now i need to figure out you know which basket i get to put how many eggs in yeah. so i need to figure out what my prioritization is mm. what is the most priority for me what is second what is third what is fourth etc and so on Now the problem here is because of social conditioning because of peer pressure or uh, what we see from the outside world and because we have this problem of mimicking there seems to be this impression that any form of compromise is a loss or is a fail is a failure on your part yeah is like any sort of compromise means you should not be happy which is not true happiness is a totally different beast of its own happiness it's not easy we already did an episode yeah, check, it check it out so bloody nonsense <laughs> So what that really means is we have to come to terms we have to make peace with the fact that eventually there is going to be some compromise somewhere and we have to deal with that that becomes an additional variable so if i have less capital today then i have to focus on earning more money to ensure that my bills are paid and all my financial liabilities are taken care of that means i can't invest as much into my hobbies um uh, that means i can't invest as much into travel etc so i'm compromising a little bit there now if you get your money and now if you're investing more you do another audit like you said bro you have to regularly keep auditing yeah and not just leave the template as it is uh so when you do a later audit and say okay i have enough money now so i'll invest more in travel more into new experiences more in relations what that means is because of all that extra energy going into those buckets you're probably not investing as much into earning more money now yeah or that particular vertical would have been streamlined for you yeah i mean you're not Which singularly you? driven by oh i earned this many crores now now i need to earn that many oh, crores you're already at crores of course okay. <laughs> so you're thinking okay at this point i don't really need to chase this bucket of money too much i'm good to keep this going steady as it is yeah i don't want to really drive this into you know from singular digit crores to tens of crores or to hundreds of crores etc at one point you're like i'm okay i'll invest more into these other experiences etc so what you're doing there is you're compromising on the money aspect so basically it is all transferable energy that you're doing from one bucket to the other mm-hmm. but the notion that you have to remove all compromise from your life unfortunately is completely i would say impossible or it is foolish So I'll just put a twist to how you set up this point. Okay? Yeah. In a sense um, you came from the concept of mimicking, right? Yeah. I say this problem exists or this makes it not easy for anybody pursuing wealth hmm. in the right frame. Why it becomes typically difficult is the false understanding or the false interpretation of perfection. Yeah. A perfect personalized balanced approach is perfection for you if it works for you. Yeah. But when you look at again I'm going to take a very meek example of social media. You look at you know the most successful people's Insta reel or like their TikTok or whatever. You see almost a flawless lifestyle. Their hair is perfect, their clothes are perfect, the kind of you know vehicles they roam around are perfect. They don't seem to have a bad picture manufactured, yeah. Right? And that creates an illusion of perfection. Yeah. Which is not the case. For you to reach a certain age or a certain stature of success, they have already paid their price. 
they made their sacrifices made their compromises with you don't know like family time maybe their own personal private time which again which we haven't spoken about but that is a huge investment that you need to make for your own you know non perishable growth which is ensuring that you can take out some personal time some me time and spending that and let's add the other dimension to this also which goes unsaid a lot very quickly huh. even if they come up the wrong way hmm. you know not the honorable way hmm. even if they take shortcuts it's still a sacrifice then they've made sacrifices with their honor with yeah. their dignity with their peace of mind and they're going to be living tortured lives but that's their prerogative I, i'm just saying yeah, like sacrifices no right. are made either yeah ways. no matter what yeah right when you pursue certain amount of excellence there has to be a price that you pay yeah. because excellence is not a common commodity so therefore anything rare you have to make the sacrifice so that is number one the other thing that i also want to add is any form of success comes with an innate baggage of greed Mm-hmm. it doesn't matter whether you are going behind materialistic stuff or immaterialistic stuff is that once addiction you, mindset right is the addiction mindset once you taste it once you really relish that achievement mm. you want it more it's that dopamine hit that yeah. nothing can substitute which is why if it is taken away from you you go maniacal you substitute it with lot of substances or withdrawal symptoms withdrawal symptoms and all yeah so that's another sub not easy part about it as to where do i stop If you are able to create that awareness of balance in yes. the beginning you will know what is the benchmark not saying that that will be stagnant or that is an absolute it mm. might change it but has it, to. it it should it, change. it will change yeah. right even if you want to sometimes it will change but at the same time you at least have the reference that okay if it is about here or there is when you know it is time for me to like probably take it easy or remove your feet off the pedal yeah. right but you need to have that and it's not wrong to be greedy it is not wrong to you know make sacrifices it is not wrong to have compromises the perfection lies in what you define as an individual for yourself bogus yeah as to what is the wealth that you are trying to go behind and success lies in how well have you executed to your own definition exactly did you know success it's not easy no. okay let's plug it either way <laughs> yeah we really guys success, success it's not, not easy. easy future episode coming that, to you soon that's what success is like how well did you execute to your own definition your own metrics yeah it has to be your own metrics correct and that's the only addition that i'll do that that false interpretation of perfection is there and for me to attain that perfection these are the things i have to get and then that element of greed you know not regulating that element of greed of achieving certain amount of uh, wealth of any form you know i've seen people who have become bookworms after being a non reader for the largest part of their life mm. they fall so deeply in love with reading and they become smart i'm not taking anything away from them mm. but they go so deep into it they go full retard yeah. that the people around them have to suffer yeah and that again is not a good balance according to me and as sergeant osiris said you never go full retard you never go full retard bro yeah it's the degree of it always right? and what do we mean what are we talking about again we're talking about measure the measure of it yeah like if your measure goes way too much into one direction then you're again fucking it up yeah it's like the 30 ml 60 ml and 90 ml guys exactly. make sure what you can handle only have that exactly we have even attracted the alcoholic audience in this episode <laughs> successfully great so uh, that was you know a few pointers that i wanted to just add on to what you've said What else is not easy focus in the pursuit of wealth 
Yeah, there is one last point. It's a very short point because we figured that we could do a complete different episode about it. Hmm. So we'll just touch on this. This is about the wealthy mindset. Mm-hmm. And what is not easy about the wealthy mindset is first of all our listeners have to realize or understand that it has nothing to do with wealth. You know, wealthy mindset is more about perspective. It's more about outlook on life in general. It is about how fully or how holistically can you live your life. and we kind of touched on this on another episode we did which is a good life question mark check that out and um, share and share but what we mean is even if you don't have all the financial means at your disposal how do you live your life you know when you spend on something are you spending on it the right way the right amount are you being stingy where ideally you should be stingy and are you being more generous with your wallet where there is value to actually being more generous with your spending in that particular situation It's also about how much do you laugh how much do you give importance to the little things the little things you know taking pleasure or deriving happiness from the little things creating happiness from the little moments in your life importance to creating special memories for yourself actually uh, experiences that will end up in your memory bank until you die as special happy memories for yourself this is what we mean by wealthy mindset like how full do you feel as a person when you walk around every day or do you feel like there's a hole inside that you're not able to fill that's the difference that uh, I'm, i'm trying to get at. like the like where you're getting at with the whole, the last analogy i get what you're saying mm. what i call it in my language is called smart spending right uh, what i mean by that is you convert anything into wealth if you are able to have any form of personal investment and that applies according to me into mm. everything it can be a monetary purchase it can be a experiential act activity yeah. can be a conversation yeah if you are able to somehow attach some level of personal investment into that activity you make that whole process or execution much more wealthier and i'll step on a limb and say make it larger than life yeah to give you an example the biggest purchase anybody makes in one's life is a house yeah i'll be very specific the first house a person buys is the biggest purchase they'll ever make mm. right the big commitment blah 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 but why that house becomes so sentimental why does it become so memorable etc is even before they buy the house the process of spending money on that house it comes from a very personal space it comes from a sense of i own this it comes from a sense of an achievement of i've done all the groundwork to select this house among like thousands of other places right so if you look back and look at whatever form of expenditure right it might be time of spending or it can be the money you've spent it can be the energy energy is the energy that you might have spent wherever if you look back if you remember that expenditure you will always have a personal connect to it in one form or the other it can be instigated by someone else or it can be something that you invested yourself proactively doesn't matter so the secret to that wealthy mindset is if you are able to have smart spending where you have certain amount of personal investment into that hmm. that is a huge thing and what that will also do is the other aspect which we have not touched upon which is not the easy part is once you achieve the wealth that you are after achieving you will still remain humble yeah which is a big big deal 
Yeah. Because the sense of achieving what you set out at 20 years old is a long awaited achievement, right? So once you do that, it's very easy for you to get tipped over on the other side and become kind of have a superiority complex or it plays yeah. its own mind games, Arrogant, right? Yeah. Cocksure. But if you're investing that personal, you know, not just purely looking at it as a motivational or driven or desire kind of a thing, but also, you know, it's like a painter's signature. It is there somewhere in the painting. Right. Only the painter knows. So it's something like that. Whatever you do, put in that pinch of personality into it in what you do in your expenditures. And invariably that will be, like you said, they will become the memories. They might become the fuel for your, you know, your later ages. Yeah. It's up to you how you want to use it later on. So that again is a non-perishable wealth. The whole process itself, you take everything and you make it a non-perishable wealth. Yeah, and it's not easy, again, yeah. because having that personal touch in everything that you spend, it's very tiring, it's it's laborious, and again, it doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. So that is another thing which, like, I think it's a good point that you've raised. We did have to touch. It, it is a topic in itself. In its own, yeah. Yeah, in its own. And very quickly, like, the hack to developing a wealthy mindset, at its very root, it goes back to… Rich friends. Yeah, yeah I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it goes back to… As a personality, for you to have a wealthy mindset, hmm. you need to have something of value. Yeah. You know, you can't suddenly start acting like a king hmm. unless you actually know what value you contain within you. Yeah. Where does that value come from? It comes from having your measure sorted out of knowing, you know, what is your balance, your awareness of balance and your awareness of personalization, that it has to come from you and not yeah. taken from someone else. Yeah. And it comes from having personal standards. Like it, there is a shocking amount of people I've come across in life who did not seem to have personal standards for themselves. Yeah. Like I was not able to say clearly and I was sure if I asked them also, they would not be able to tell me clearly that certain things are beneath them and certain things are above their station. Yeah. Like they did not seem to have an outlook like that. Yeah. You need to have personal standards that what would you do as an individual? What would you not do as an individual? What would be your absolute limit? Yeah. You know, to your tolerance, to your tolerance and what would make you really happy what would make you feel honorable you know when you said i'm going to end with this particular anecdote yeah to the point of it said like have a personal standard you know there has to be a lower threshold and an upper threshold etc yeah so the story goes that there is a startup founder who's now like obviously a multi-billionaire he would always always travel business class Mm -hmm. no matter how long the flight was how short the flight was no matter how expensive the ticket was he would never travel economy right and when his friend asked him like what is the whole deal with you not traveling economy he said that i cannot associate myself to compromise on how i manifest myself in the future right business class again it's a very vague thing but again like i said there is nothing right or wrong it's his way of it's his way his way of it is his yeah. personalized hack or ha metric yeah, metric yeah. right so he said like i don't believe in traveling economy because i feel i deserve to be in the business class i'm paraphrasing this it's not the exact words right but you see how they have that clear cut understanding exactly the moment you see these kind of things you already know that you know okay they are bound for you know success success right so it is really important it is really important to know and it might be in terms of value it might be in terms of material things like no matter what i will not buy cheap quality clothes exactly just right? a personal even if I, it means standard that, for everything correct yeah. even if it means i can only afford one i will work hard to maintain it yeah i will do all it takes to ensure i 
i can afford it than compromising and taking a bunch of uh, more clothes yeah. right it's again the quality or quantity and stuff great point bogus it's a great point i think uh, it's a good note to end the episode do you have any more points no it's just to say that even in immaterial terms hmm. it's like okay my personal standard is i will never be two faced oh yeah you know, no matter I, what the no matter what the circumstance i will never talk behind someone's back integrity it's not easy again an episode that we covered Absolutely. one of our favorites hardcore in house thigh gap favorites it is i will never break trust correct i'll always be honest because if i break trust uh, of you know my close people then that means in my own eyes i would have fallen to a very low yeah level. rock bottom rock bottom so we need to have those personal standards and unless you have personal standards developing a wealthy mindset is nowhere in the vicinity for you yeah like it starts from there also it starts from you know going behind quality if you're yes. listening to other podcasts other than thigh gap you know there is some correction to be Made done there. immediately yeah, it's, immediate. it's it's almost uh, you know need of the hour i mean you need to do the correction as of day before yesterday I mean it's kind of uh, you know contradictory because only people who listen to this would, would have listened to that so if your friends <laughs> <laughs> the loophole bloody god yeah. damn it if your social circle yeah does not listen to thigh gap then then what you need to do is share the below mentioned social handles bogus the award winning socials just once again for mm-hmm. the reference of our audience on instagram we are at, at underscore thigh gap on twitter and vero at thigh gap and if they want to write a mail to us mindthigap at gmail.com award winning socials what i mean money can't buy these awards yep. let me put it this way mm-hmm. so bogus great episode i think long discussion lot of points length breadth and height yeah we got three new topics out of this episode which is great in my count there are eight yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh also we have touched upon a little on the fourth dimension by breaking the barrier of the it's not easy conventional time stamp you know oh we've been doing that uh, regularly off late actually you know we just have to Now announce it when the time it. is right, <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll just announce it when the time is right which is now where we broke the fourth dimension also length mm-hmm. breadth height and time mm-hmm. so that's it guys that is all we had to say today mm-hmm. your thursday is officially over we have just discussed wealth it is not easy it is not easy thigh gap podcast subscribe and share unperishable good yeah this is immaterial wealth it's non fungible wealth nfw you gain more as you share more is more <laughs> we should end it now yeah.